unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I probably didn't really even know anything about the church until I came to Idaho and then studying religious education. Um, that was probably the first time I was introduced to like Mormons, that, that yeah. kind of thing. And so, and it was... And you're in Idaho. Yes. Right? Yeah. So and so it wasn't necessarily a great relationship. Like I thought that, um, I was told it was, it was a cult. And so, you know, I was, would hand out tracts at the high school to kids that were going across the street to the seminary. And, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to Saints Unscripted. We are super excited to be here today. I've got my friend Michelle on here and we are gonna talk about your story and she's got some pretty cool stuff to share. So welcome, Michelle, we're so glad you're here. Thank you, I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, so we'd love to get to know you just a little bit. Where are you from? Just t tell us about yourself for okay. just a moment. So I was born in California um, and mostly raised in Northern California. I was adopted when I was uh, six and a half years old. And um, and then about 40 years later, I met my birth family and I'm pretty close to them now, too. So Whoa, it's been kind really? of a that's whole so cool. story of that's a whole nother story of adoption. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. um, but that's kind of guided me in the work that I do. I work with families and a lot of adoptive families and help them with, understand what's going on with their kids. And oh, cool. um, so I'm a counselor. I have my own practice in Boise, Idaho. It's where I live now. Yeah, I, I came actually to Idaho because I went to NNU and got, I had a, my undergrad is in um, religious education. Oh, and really? I was a youth pastor for a while and ran a nonprofit organization for kids up in the mountains in Idaho City area. Really? Yeah, so. Man, that's so cool. You're just helping kids and families and man, that that's great. Yeah, it's kind of what I always wanted to do, even when I was a kid, so. Yeah. I wanted to work with really, I actually really wanted to work with really challenging kids, even when I was a kid. I, yeah. I think we <laughs> so. need people like that in this world. That is awesome. Respect. So I'd love to hear how, how we've gotten here today, your, your story, how you found the church, where, where this all started. So I'll let you take the okay. reins on that. All right. Well, um, I probably didn't really even know anything about the church until I came to Idaho and then studying religious education, um, that was probably the first time I was introduced to like Mormons that that yeah kind of thing and so and it was and you're in Idaho yes right yeah. so and so it wasn't necessarily a great relationship like I thought that um, I was told it was it was a cult and so you know I was would hand out tracts at the high school to kids that were going across the street to the seminary and oh, really? yeah I have these conversations with. Uh, leaders there that I didn't know what their leadership role was and stuff, you know, now I can kind of guess more. But um, but then when I started that nonprofit, I had a lot of, well, not a lot, but several friends that were uh, members. Mm -hmm. And so they would come and help with things. And, and that was a little controversial because it was a Christian organization, but but, oh, but know, like the Mormons were there. Yeah, but I would yeah. have them come help. And sometimes some of their kids would be a part of things because it was a small community and there wasn't mm -hmm. a lot for the kids. And so I just started with, you know, our, my friendship was kind of based on where they were at with, with what they knew about Jesus. And okay, so I didn't see good. a lot of differences in, in, in what we were doing. Um, I took some criticism from other people about having them help with different projects that we did, but I 
knew the people. So that's kind of what I went on was I had some really good friends that were members. But for me, what really, what really kind of started everything was, um, was flying to Arizona to go see my daughter and my grandson's first birthday. And I sat next to this gentleman, this cowboy, and, um, and we started talking. Uh-huh. And we talked the whole, like, two and a half hours, even before the plane took off. Oh, my gosh. And that never happened before. Usually, I just bring my book. and I know. Usually, I, I don't talk to people on planes. I'm kind of, like, in my zone. So yeah. That's, that's for cool. That's what I do, too, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, um, we just started talking, and we talked about family and horses mostly and um, kind of how we grew up. And mm-hmm. I don't think at that point I knew necessarily that he was you know, a member of the church or anything like that. And I didn't know it was going to go anywhere, you know, from there. But we started kind of struck up a friendship and started talking more. And um, I felt so aligned with everything that we were talking about. And I felt so good about it and so felt Mm -hmm. the spirit so much in the things that we were talking about. And and um, and at this point, did you know, was he a member of the church? Did you know that at this point? Yeah, yeah, I knew that pretty much, I think. Once I got off the plane and we kind of like went our separate ways, it was like looking up, you know, who mm-hmm. is this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Facebook, eh? Yeah, so that started this process for me because at first I was just looking at how, like, what are the differences and are the differences going to keep us from maybe being friends or pursuing a relationship or, you know, what's the, what's the big barriers here? Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. And so, and then I was also looking at like, some of the things that we had talked about, you know, like, like I didn't really have any understanding of like pre-existence or, um, or like even, you know, this idea of, uh, different levels of like heaven, you know I mean? I'd heard yeah. things like that, but I hadn't really looked into it. So I was kind of looking at that, like, you know, what is it? And what I started finding out, well, actually there's a couple of things that happened. One thing that happened was really why I'm here is because I found you. I found you guys. I found um, Saints Unscripted. Oh, really? Yeah, which was really, I mean, I know that you can look things up and find a lot of different things, but I was looking for things that were in agreement, too, so I wasn't I wasn't looking for a lot of... You're trying to find the positives. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I was trying to find where we had common ground mm-hmm. and and why, you know, like, if it's so, if it's so bad, then where's you know, what's, where's the common ground? Yeah. And if you don't, sorry, if you don't mind me asking, what was your religion? Did you have like, did you profess to a religion at the time or just like general Christianity? Yeah. General Christianity. Okay. I mean, now I'd probably say evangelical Christianity. I went to a lot of non, non non-denominational churches, but I was actually in my own life, I was really struggling because I had helped start this little church that planted in, um, in the area that I was in. And there was only like 15 people because we started right around COVID time. And so everybody kind of went different ways. And I was alone. Like all my kids had kind of left home. And and I was really struggling to find like a church home, like a group of people that were, you know, that I could do life with. Yeah, 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 a community. And so it was, that was, I was kind of going through, through that. Like, you know, I was... Also, at that time, I was working on my doctorate and finishing it. Mm-hmm. And so I would just, like, I would I would go to church, and then I would just feel, like, so disconnected from it the rest of the time. And so I was that was bothering me because in the past, I had home church kind of um, groups and stuff like that where we were really, 
like we didn't just get together once a week for an hour like we really you know did a lot and I love fellowship like just talking about the things of God and diving into scriptures and things like that like not to argue but to like you know what's what's God saying to us you know what yeah to build each other up to foster that conversation yeah yeah and it had been so long since I had really experienced that I, I don't even think I knew that I was missing it until I started having it so then I found I looked up I wanted to find out something about, I think it was like, what do I, what would I have to do? Like, what do you have to do to like join this church? Like, what are they going to make you do? I found, I think, I think one of the things that came up was about baptism. And so I was like, okay, so what do I have to do to be baptized? And that's where I found the the first one I was doing. It was an older one. Like it was when it was the three Mormons. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was watching a lot of, yeah, Yeah. I was watching a lot of those and, um, and it was great. It was funny, right? And so it's just, but it was, it was just enough of what I needed, I think, at that time because it wasn't really like heavy, you know, like yeah, you know. Yeah. But it was, it was just. And then I started. Then I found out that there was these conversion stories, and so that really started helping. I started listening to all these different conversion stories, and and especially because at that time too, I can't remember how far I was in the process when I I referred myself to the missionaries. I think it had been maybe just a couple of months and I kind of reached a place where I was like, okay, it says on the website that the next thing I have to do is call the missionaries. I was really scared to do that. Yeah, it's a big step. Yeah, because I, since, since I had like learned some things before, like in the, in the eighties, I guess it was when I went to college, Mm -hmm. I was, I was thinking, so they're going to tell me to read the book of Mormon. And then like the warning is like, they're going to tell you to read the book of Mormon. And then they're going to tell you to pray about it. You don't need to pray about it because it's wrong. Don't do it. (laughs) That's how they get you. (laughs) And so I was, uh, yeah. So, but I, yeah, I referred, so I referred myself to the missionaries and, um, the first time I met with them uh, and, oh, that was the other thing was like, I knew they were going to be really young and I've, had this whole life where I've like walked with the Lord and been a Christian. And so I didn't want to start over just at the basics. Like I really liked the stuff I was learning and it was really confirming to me about a lot of things that I had believed that it probably kept me from really solidly joining any other church because there was just different things I, that I, I had come to believe that I wasn't seeing that were in other churches. Okay. One of the big ones was like, I've, had to believe for a long time about apostles and prophets and it's like where are they today really? today and stuff so that was so as i started finding out more about the church structure and things like that it was there was a lot of things kind of coming together for me at, at once and it was a little bit overwhelming actually because it was like i could tell it was changing me and it was um and i knew that i i felt pretty sure i was being led to like a place where I'd have to make a decision and in my mind at that time I was thinking I was gonna have to like give up something you know like everything yeah it was getting real yeah yeah and so I met with the missionaries and they were awesome like we they just took so much time with me and the and I think the sec by the second time I met with them they would bring somebody else along like another um, sister from the church that was more my age you know, usually a, a parent, a parent, and, um, and we would just, like, sometimes talk for, like, an hour and a half about things, because I would, I didn't ask them, like, the basic questions that I wanted, 
um, or questions where it was like maybe well, what about this controversial stuff I didn't even actually really ask the missionaries I'd either ask Merlin or I, I would like look it up uh -huh. you know and try to find something that like like that David had done on it is that that's David right? oh yeah Dave, yes yeah uh -huh, David yeah. Snow mm -hmm. yeah so faith and beliefs or yeah 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 so that's kind of where I would get more and then I was listening to talks too and and I don't know exactly how that started. I think Merlin sent me like one talk and then I started finding more talks and I was, it was just so, it was just settling like in my heart so well. So then I met with the missionaries in the, the first, you know, the, not the first thing, but at the end, they're like, we want to invite you to read this passage and pray about it. And I didn't say anything. I said, okay, you know, <laughs> and then the next week when I met with them, they said, did you read that passage? And I said, no. <laughs> because I knew that's what you guys were going to do. <laughs> Saw it coming a mile away. I just said, I'm not ready yet, you know. Yeah. But, um, but it, so it took me a little while before I finally started reading the Book of Mark. I say it, it took me a while because it was like I was, like, listening to things or talking to people about things, like, every day. So it seemed like... It was a, a lot, Yeah, right? so it seemed like it was taking a while, but I think really when I look back, like, it was all happening really quickly mm -hmm. you know like I was I was I had a friend that said you're not dabbling in that Mormonism are you and I said no <laughs> but I was really like just immersing myself yeah you know? yeah so and I think that was I mean that's kind of how I do things like if I have questions like I I find answers and I wanted to know and the more I knew the more I was finding out the less it was feeling it was like maybe if I had a long list of questions, it was like they were on the side of like, I don't believe this. It was like all moving over to like, but I, I do believe that or I, I have believed that, you know, I just haven't found a place for it, you know. Yeah. So it was, it, and I never felt like I was giving anything up. Like I just felt like more was getting added to me. And that was a huge feeling, you know, just like, just this, like, the fullness of the gospel it was like yeah. I was feeling that, you know, like yeah. that it was being more. So, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And did that increase when you finally did read the Book of Mormon, or were you like, "Whoa, this book is interesting"? <laughs> or what were your thoughts when you finally dove into that? When I first started reading it, it was so different. Like it's different, but it's not different because it's the language. Mm -hmm. right? It's that's, like scripture language. Yeah, 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 and 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 so and I've read the Bible a lot. I studied it quite a bit and I and also I think the other thing that was really important that happened because I I really like the Old Testament and and so that was the year that we're studying the Old Testament oh yeah right? and, and so yeah. Um, we had this opportunity Merlin and I did to go to the um, replica of the tabernacle that the youth had put on in, in oh, Idaho yeah, yeah. and and I thought well this will be interesting because I believe a lot of things about the tabernacle that point back to Jesus and shows, but I didn't know anybody else that really taught that. Okay. And so when we went through it, it was so much centered on Jesus and, and everything kind of pointed to it and all, and the things that I, there, I learned some, some things that I didn't know before that still pointed that way. But then there were other things that I'd already believed about the tabernacle and how it symbolizes different aspects of Jesus ministry or what he did for us or atonement or washing, mm -hmm. you know, baptism, things like that. And so to see it, you know, that was really 
that was really cool. Yeah, to see others talking about the same thing that like you had been yeah that I had already believed. studying and believing. Yeah, yeah, and that nobody else was talking about. You know that I had been around. You know we'd read the Old Testament and and things were said about how it applies to us now, but there was but but I didn't feel like people really understood like every, everything. All these stories pointing back to Jesus. You know, and so when I started reading the Book of Mormon, I think the hardest part for me really wasn't that it that it didn't make sense it just was all different names mm-hmm. that was the hardest part new like, characters and yeah because it's like this sounds so much like this scripture or that scripture but it's like a whole set of names and people and you grow i mean you think about some of the the names in the bible and they're really strange names but but i had grown up used to them so hezekiah True. was like not a weird name or anything like that so we start reading these other names like who are these people like <laughs> Nephi, Lehi. what are these words I think the brother of Jared is the best because you just don't even try. I know, the brother. (laughs) (laughs) I know, for so long I didn't even know his real name. But, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but then um, I was looking last night because I was like, where? So I had been reading every day in the mornings. I just like, before I got out of bed, I would just read like a chapter or so. Some of them are really long chapters too. That was the other thing, like longer verses and longer chapters than, than normally are even in the, in the Bible. Yes. And, um, and I got to, I knew, I knew it was the middle of one of the books, but I thought I had been reading like for a long time, but really it was in first Nephi when it starts talking about how all the simple and plain things have been like taken out and made mm-hmm. confusing and that there's this I think it calls it the great abomination and you know some it, it was and I and I didn't take it personally like oh gosh like this is really coming against like what I believed but to me it was like it resonated with me this is what I've experienced like this all this scattering and division and people aren't really tied in together and it was just I I've read it since and it's never hit me exactly the same way as it did that morning but it's interesting I, how scriptures do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And up until then, I wasn't feeling anything. Like every week, you know, the missionary was like, "How, how's it going reading the Book of Mormon?" I'm like, "It's fine. I'm just trying to figure out who these people are." And you know, and, and but that morning was like I could not stop crying because it just was like that's exactly what I've been experiencing. And and what I was also experiencing was just the the depth of what God was showing me. You know, in that time period, in all these different ways, and feeling all those pieces like come together. And that was a first moment where I was like, this is like really true. <laughs> like this is, this is a lot more, like this is different than just kind of checking out this church to see if I think I can kind of fit in here, you know? And that was, that was huge. Just reading that and having that experience. And, and, um, and that was the first time I think I really felt, and then I, that really, I think encouraged me to keep reading and studying too, you know, but I think by this time I was starting to get a little bit more feedback from other people, mm-hmm. you know, because I think, you know, they, my family, my kids knew that I was, you know, that Merlin and I were becoming better and better friends, and so they were worried, you know, like, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to become Mormon, are you, <laughs> you know, and stuff, and I was like, maybe, <laughs> Like, no promises, sorry guys. <laughs> yeah, so that was, um, you know, so it was starting to hit against some of, of, of that. and Yeah, you've got the outside influences coming in now, right? Yeah, I was trying to, I would, like, put some things out there, like, on Facebook, um, just a little bit, like, throw, like, I was also, it was really just amazing timing, I think, for me, because it was, so it was around Pioneer Day time, 
And then Merlin and I went to Arizona to go see his family. And it was, we talked a lot about the, the pioneers and like, you know, the founding of his, the town he, you know, that his family founded. And, and at the same time, my son and I had been watching 1883 and, um, which is like this, you know, not quite the same, but time mm-hmm. period, certainly not the same, you know, spirit of anything, but it was like, all I was so I was like kind of immersed in this pioneer uh-huh. time, and so I had posted something on Facebook about like, yeah, I'm starting to have dreams about like that it's like 1883 or something like that. You know, you're kind of like feeling the waters, but now like, how are people gonna react? Yeah, yeah. And I had watched a movie about Joseph Smith because that was, it was like I had a list, not really a written down list, but like one of the thing I had because I think the more the missionaries had asked me like you know, what do you think about Joseph Smith? I'm like, I haven't gotten there yet. Like I haven't, you know, dove into that yet. So I, I, one afternoon I just watched this movie about him and it was amazing. Like, I was just like, okay. Like I just felt really, I think there's having started things before, like starting that nonprofit and starting different things where I really felt led to do it and really impressed. Like you know, having those experiences, like you can kind of recognize in other people when they're having those kind of experiences. And I'm yeah. not, I mean, so just the fact that here's this boy that, you know, was just asking God for help and, you know, all this was given to him to, to do, you know, just really struck me with like that. There's no way that you could do that if God wasn't part of that. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no way. It's like so hard to start to start things and then to go against the culture and the norm of, you know, what other people believe and stuff. So that, so I, when I had posted that about 1880, having those dreams in 1883, I had said something about watching the movie about Joseph Smith. And that's when I kind of started getting a lot of like, you know, Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. As it happens. Yeah. And one of the big things that people would say was, you know, they have a whole different set of scriptures. You know, you're not going to read the Book of Mormon, are you? And by now, I'm like reading it, and then then I get right to the part where in, in Second Nephi, where he's like, "A Bible, we've got a Bible. <laughs> we don't need another Bible." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like wow, like it's like you know, so things would happen like that that were really helped me, you know, to yeah. to really start to feel like you know there was work a work that that God was doing, but not just that He had done, but that He was doing in me too and I just kept seeing more and more that like and, and my friend this was what's funny is my friends that that were LDS are like we always knew we always knew you were LDS you just didn't know it yet you know? oh, <laughs> like just for the way that I lived my life or the conversations that I'd had with them and mm-hmm. you know so that so I had a lot of encouragement from them of course and and at one point I even like wrote out like how many of my friends were already LDS, you know, that I would consider really on the same level of my friends that, that were saying things to me, you know, and it really, it really wasn't even equal, but it was still hard. Like it was a really hard time, like just facing, I think, I think part of why I had so many friends that were, that were LDS is because I'm, I'm pretty open about like, Hey, let's just meet in the middle. Like, what do we have in common? That's kind of how I approach things. So even me, saying I was going to get baptized and join the church was like a huge stand because I had, I, I would have been a lot more vague about everything if I could have been, mm-hmm. I think, you know, 
Yeah, that's that's like saying exactly how you feel, right? Yeah, and for me, like for everybody that's been raised in the the religion that I have and the faith that I have comes from that kind of background. As soon as you say that that your your LDS or you know that well, some of them don't even know what that is, but you know they ask if you're Mormon, and you say yes, or they ask what church you go to, and you tell them you're already in this other category now. Like yeah. they, I've had more people tell me what I believe than have asked me what I believe, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, you, oh, you believe this now. I, I know, they that. put up that wall and it's yeah. like, why? <laughs> you know, we yeah. believe so many of the same things. Yeah, yeah. The biggest one I think, which I know you guys have talked about before was, you know, when I would come back, because that's what I would do before was just bring it back to Jesus. Yeah. But now it's like there's this barrier. It's like, well, that's a different Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just I just have had to be like, I, I can't, you know. It's hard to have a conversation when, when they have the preconceived notion about what you believe, you know, instead of asking you, like you said. Yeah. And I hope that um, as, as you kind of have joined the church and everything, were you able to find more of that community oh, again yeah. that you had been seeking? Yeah, that was immediate. Like, I was just... So I felt like I was really just embraced. And and so, I mean, I was, had met with the missionaries and then they had been really wise in like bringing different people to our to our meeting. So the first time I actually went, I I never like sat alone or anything like that. Like people just came, you know, and knew me like people would come up to me and be like, are you Michelle? Like we've heard about you. <laughs> and then Merlin lived about 80 miles away. So I went to his ward too. And, and it was the same thing. Like everybody was just, you know, it was the first time in years, I think like people inviting, you know, me or, or us to like their house for dinner or, you know, or people coming to my house to like share things or talk or find out how I was doing. It was just huge. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. I love your story so much. Thank you for sharing. And and I will say, because I already do know the answer, but you and Merlin had a happily ever after. Yes. Yeah. Yay. So we just got married um, February 23rd. Well, congratulations. And again, thank you so much for sharing your story. And if you, anyone have questions for her, let us know in the comments. And again, like, subscribe, and follow our channel for more amazing conversion stories like this. Thank you, Michelle, and thank you all, and we hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.